Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Where is Audrey? She died. Uh, no, she didn't die. She suffers from a very serious rash. It's, it's the rashiest rash that I've ever seen. She's she's visiting her dad in Seattle. She, she had to go to us. Seattle to get a special ointment from her dad <laughs> that only he has. Someone commented on my photo saying that I was rashy. Thanks, guys. Dave and Mahoney. Hey, you three clowns, if you're so amused with yourselves, why don't you move over to talk radio? You're not witty, you're not clever, you're not amusing. Bye. Message deleted. He's back. Even though he yells and chews us out, he always says goodbye. And he is spot on. Nobody finds us more amusing than us. Than us. That is true. Dumbasses. Bye now. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, I'm actually rather surprised by this because um, all Canadians are supposed to be nice and they're not supposed to get divorced ever. And here we go with maybe the most high-profile Canadian of them all. And, Audrey, I know you're rolling your eyes because I'm stereotyping. Yeah, I feel like that is just something that we say about Canada. And I feel like that they're not. I feel like they're just They're Americans. Yeah. Yeah. And some speak French. <laughs> like I The worst like- ones speak French. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest I, ones speak French, yeah, too. I, yeah. I feel like that's just definitely some propaganda they've put into the universe, and we yep. just believed it. It's we like milk, it, milk in the 90s. Yeah. Canada's nice. Milk will do a body good. Lies. Lies. Lies, I don't know, man. man. I, I'm going to continue to believe it. I just want to think that there's a land above us that is just full of nice people. Why? Because all they do is make fun of us. Why do you want to think that, that do, they're nice? When do Canadians make fun of us? All the time. Oh, look at your health care system, America. And then, you know what? Well, look at your look at your army, you bitches. They call, yeah, exactly. Why, you, why do y'all have to be starting a fight with Canada, man? Well, because they call us dumb and ugly. No, they yeah. don't. That's uh, Europeans. Yeah, they do. They call us dumb, fat, and ugly. They, they absolutely do. You've been to Canada. Because you are a good-looking person. You went one time, and you're so easily just swayed by words of affirmation that they were like, wow, this is a hot American. I did it's not like, go you're hot. one time. I went okay. Uh, Four times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, Justin Trudeau and his wife have split up after 18 years. So, uh, again, maybe the most high profile. He is the prime minister of Canada, if you're not familiar. Uh, the couple said they had many meaningful and difficult conversations uh, before they made the decision to part ways, which I'm kind of like, why? You know, if you know, you know. Yeah, don't you? like many. Do we need to sit How down? How many times do we have to talk about this? this out again? Divorce sucks. I know, but just like rip the bandit off and just be done with it. All today. Uh, he's Such 51. She's 38. Somebody new. Yeah, they'll be they, fine. They'll be fine. They're both very attractive, very sure. well off individuals. Well, who's gonna who's gonna fall in love with his silly sock wearing self? Nobody. I'm a guy and I wear silly socks. <laughs> that makes me unique and different. Uh, they started dating all the way back in 2003, so it's been about a 20 year relationship. Uh, they have a they have a, a three children together actually, ages 15, 14, and nine. You know it's bad. When you are still fault. the prime minister, you got three kids yeah. and a divorce is happening it's still the, while you're still in office. It's the nine-year-old's fault. Oh, my God, Audrey. <laughs> this is why they hate us. She's right. <laughs> wow. Kids ruin everything. Kids ruin everything. You can't go on vacations like you used to. You can't spend any alone time together. They probably guys, haven't had sex in at least nine years. Guys, I know. You don't have to tell me this. Uh, some uh, some good news today as well. Wait, that's not the good news? <laughs> that was the bad news, man. Oh. They get divorced. Uh, the uh, the good news is that a man is saying that a perfect storm, a literal perfect storm, 
It made him win $100,000 in the lottery. So this guy, this whole story is composed of a Post Malone concert, a bathroom break, and an actual storm. So this guy said that he drove (laughs) to Charlotte with his family for a Post Malone concert. Love that. Love Posty. And a thunderstorm caused a lengthy delay during the show, and that led to them driving home later than expected. He stopped by a sheet store in Lexington so his kids could use the restroom. While he waited, he bought a couple of scratchers. He won $300 on his first ticket, and then... The second turned out to be a hundred thousand dollar winning. Damn, three hundred and then a hundred. Man, what the hell? He said the uh, prize money is going to go towards paying for school, taking care of bills, and saving for quote another rainy day. So very cheeky about oh, it, but I love that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's talking about the one point two five billion dollar jackpot for Mega Millions, but this guy with uh, with a nice story winning a hundred thousand dollars because of the perfect storm. Well, wow. listen, it wasn't us, so I hope he is tire pops. <laughs> On the way home. Y'all to Canada awful. while to Canada. he gets divorced. <laughs> and then he can kiss Justin Toe and his weird sock wearing self. Dave Mahoney. What a weird way to start the show. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, I'm going to go to you on this one because you are the sleep expert of the show. I know that Audrey is coming for your crown, but you still are the sleeping champion. Do you feel like you get enough sleep on a daily basis? I do, Dave, but I could always use more. How much would you say, how many hours would you say that you log in bed every day? I mean, on an average day, anywhere between 8 and 11. 11 hours. 8 and 11. That is incredible. You know, with naps included, naps included throughout included. the day. For yeah, sure. we're definitely including naps. You say naps. Are you napping multiple times? Sometimes. Depends on the day. Weekends? Yeah, man. Okay. Wake up early, get an early That's morning nap in. Oh, that 11 a.m. nap when it hits. Oh, I'm Ooh. talking a 9 a.m. nap. Then you come back for a 1 p.m. nap. Yeah, well, you, you've mentioned, though, that your wife doesn't really care for naps like you do, which I imagine... He's indoctrinating an, her. Yeah, I mean, you're trying, but is it working? You know, I'm, it's, I'm slowly whittling away at her, you know, I mean... At her uh, energy levels. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to make her more tired. Trying to trying to drag her down with yeah. you. Yeah. We do, I feel like, have to train naps. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, because I used to be a, not a napper at all, and then, I, you know, eventually when all the kids came around, I was like, yeah, you know what, nap sounds pretty good. Nap training. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You know what? I get to close my eyes and things go away for an hour or two. Why is it that kids hate naps so much? Because they got FOMO. They think that we're out having a party when they're napping. Yeah, they think just, that we're no, eating no. all the sugar, cakes, treats, Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Nothing's going on out there. Yeah. Nothing's and then happening. We're all just sleeping. Yeah, and then as you become an adult, you realize that... Um, even if there is a whole bunch of partying going on, I want no, no part of that. I'd r- much rather be napping. This is Correct. way better. Um, Audrey, how many hours would you say you're getting a day? I would say, I mean, whenever I get home, that's about three-hour nap. Go to bed at 8 o'clock, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, about 12 hours. You're sleeping for 12 hours? 12 13. Wow, so you're you're dunking on Mahoney. I said that you were coming for his crown. You huh. are already the queen of napping. Huh. 12 13 hours. Huh. That's like on a high day. That's on a Good. high day. So, uh, Americans are sleep-deprived. That's not a big secret. Uh, Naps, obviously, are a part of not being sleep-deprived. But as far as the most sleep-deprived state in the entire country, what do you suppose it is? New York. I would have guessed New York as well, and it is pretty high up on the list. But California... Uh, is the most sure. sleep deprived, and they did a big study as far as you know people looking for sleep remedies and not being able to get enough rest. As far as the best rested state, it's Montana. I believe that. I feel that, and you know, I feel like that makes so much sense because on one end with California, you have the entire state that worries. Nonstop worrying, probably anxiety through the roof. Because your mortgage is $75,000 a month. For everything. Yeah. I mean, and also it's just a state of constant, I mean, there's so, uh, I don't know, whatever. So there's just so constant people, worrying. So much so, traffic. Yes. All the time. And then Montana, I really think that there is something to say about um, people who move a little slower. 
Yeah. Big sky country, man. It's, it's, it's peaceful out there. Just very, very relaxing. Uh, but what's interesting is that whole kind of block up there, including the Dakotas and Montana. I mean, all, all of those states, Wyoming included. I mean, those are the sleepiest states in America, Dave. They're pretty sleepy. Yeah. They're pretty sleepy, but I'm not mad at that. So, I mean, if you're looking for a sleepier place to live, uh, stay away from places like California and Nevada and Washington State and New York, as huh. you mentioned. Those those are the states. That, uh, Georgia, actually, it's, is very sleep-deprived. Texas is not great. Funny, the states that are the most expensive to live in are the states that get the least amount of sleep. I don't know, man. Montana's gotten real expensive recently. Depends on what part. Yeah, if you're yeah. living in Bozeman, but if you're living in, like, Billings. Billings. <laughs> has Billings blown up? I'm not sure. I don't think it has. Uh, but, yeah, if you're, if you're feeling a bit sleep-deprived, just know that you are certainly not alone. And you can you can strive. You too can achieve. Unlock the level of sleepiness that Audrey has, where she's getting twelve full hours of sleep every single day. It feels great. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at eight three three yo dummy. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, the other day I said, your mom, my new friends. I don't know who the fourth person is. I thought it was Dave Mahoney, I mean Mahoney, and Audrey. Who's the fourth person? Is it who? Chris or... Message deleted. Yep, Chris is our executive producer. He is sitting in the other room, and I would agree he is fairly forgettable. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let me tell you about Chris and um, a little bit about him. No, you his, don't have to. It's all right. No, his, he, you had an interesting week. Oh, gosh, it has he, been. He almost died earlier this week by choking to death on a taquito. And Chicken the, taquito. The real takeaway there is that he was choking, and he literally thought he was going to die, but did not want to go next door and knock on his neighbor's apartment door because it would be too embarrassing. You chose death, <laughs> death over, over dishonor. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Who wants to? I don't like doing anything in person. I'm, I'm the online. If I got to call your restaurant to make the order, you're not getting my business. So no, I'm not going to go talk to my neighbor to you're save so my life. You're so personable, though. Yeah, so you're like, such a nice guy. When you've yeah. dishonored your family, if you're just, you know, a little bit heavier like myself, instead of falling on your sword, you fall on the taquito. Taquito, no, and that's, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> Like, how would that have gone down? Like, oh, yeah, what does that sound like? What's yeah, happening outside yeah, my door? Exactly. Uh, and then also this week, Chris was putting some air in one of his tires, which I don't know why that is just such an annoying thing to have to do. Because you so never obnoxious. have coins. And shout out to the ones that finally got with the 2023 uh, tech systems yeah, and have Apple have, Pay. They do have yeah. like debit card now. You you know, yeah, but, tap it, but hey. still. The ones in, stuck in the 90s where you got to sh- like rummage around for a quarter. I haven't seen a quarter Costco, in 10 guys. years. Costco. What's Costco? You free air? You can you can use air and they have nitro. Are you on the Costco payroll? You are on the payroll? Costco I, I would love to be on the we Costco payroll. We haven't gone a day that he has not talked about Costco. I would love you to need, be on a Costco payroll. You need to do more interesting things with your life. <laughs> if if your whole highlight reel of the last month is just getting free air at Costco, free nitro. What do you need nitro for? So, because it regulates your tires a little bit better when the temperature changes. Makes oh, your Guinness. So for, for your high-performance Avalon. It is a high-performance vehicle, <laughs> sir. That thing Nit- got 140,000 miles on it, still running like a champ. Uh-huh. It is performing. So, anyway, he had to stop and put air in his tire, and he dropped his wallet. Like, just fell out of his shorts. Which never happens to me. Which- like, I don't know about you guys, but I am so, like, I have that routine. Anytime you get up, you tap each pocket. One, yep. two, Keys, three. wallet, cell phone. Keys, boop, wallet. Boop, boop. I do it all the time, and I was wearing a, a new pair of shorts that have small pockets. And, like, you, when you get out, you have to look inside your door to see what your you know, PSI tire settings are, and I had to do that. 
And I know it was when I was squatting down that it must have fallen out and I didn't notice. And here's the kicker, by the way. Mm. I never told you this. When I went to go start the air machine, someone had cut the end of the hose off. So I never even got the air in my tires. Oh, God. And lost my wallet and all my money. What kind of wacko goes around cutting the tubes for air? Someone who's on that Costco payroll who's trying to get you to go over there and get yeah, their nitro. No, it's somebody who's on. <laughs> it's Mahoney. It's yeah. somebody on meth who's try, who thinks that it's metal and that they can scrap it. <laughs> They're going to sell the tip of the... Yep. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. Random thought. I just really want to be friends with Mahoney because he gives the most practical but over-the-top gifts. And on a side note, how is Paul's stash of Pepsi Zero going? Have a great day. Message deleted. So that's in reference to Mahoney when, you know, we first started here. He wanted to make a good impression. You gave him how many cases? 22, I believe. 22 cases. Of the Costco-sized. Oh, God. Pepsi Zeros, because he loves Pepsi Zero. Costco paying you. You getting, you getting, that you was the business that Costco that I went to mm-hmm, yeah, and uh, got him there. And, you know, I think he's gone through five of them or so. That's I've, it? I've been in the production room. We haven't been bit. here that long. It feels longer. Think, We've think, not been here that long. So five uh, cases in three months is I think he said he kinda, drinks kinda like kinda three to four it. a day while here. And those there's 30 cans in each cube. So, you know, that's 150 cans. Mm-hmm. So, in three months, I, I do. I, I feel like I am a good. I am a good gift giver when I want to be. Hmm. Are you? I gave my wife Wouldn't a. Know. I gave my wife a gift last night. Hmm. Uh, wait a minute. Hold we on. We can't talk about that on air. Can't sir. talk about that. Yeah. She's she's in another city. Oh, we were talking oh, about we something else because we're fourteen year old boys in our head. So one of you guys is just laying in bed thinking about Pee Wee Herman, and the next day he dies. What's up with that? Message deleted. That would be Mahoney. He thinks about Pee Wee Herman a lot. You manifested his death. I yeah. did not manifest did. his Killed death. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman is a national treasure. I think uh, they there's a lot of talk about Mount Rushmore and adding somebody <laughs> yeah. to it. And I would like to see not only Pee Wee's face up there, but I would like to have an animatronic uh, rendition of him doing the tequila dance across Mount Rushmore. I just want to oh, yeah. hear whenever you walk by it, kind of does with the uh, Halloween toys do outside or the Halloween like uh, ornaments do and he just goes <laughs> every time you walk by Mount Rushmore we're gonna add his face I feel like that'd be. don't you also find it odd that he was just completely blacklisted from Hollywood and then he dies and we're all like wow did wasn't he so great it's like no everybody just totally took him out of Hollywood yeah it was because but that was in the 90s he, he, he made it he made he, a bit he, of a he comeback bounced back yeah but it was uh, so made a bit of a comeback yeah, his role sure, in, yeah, in the movie he had a Netflix movie Two no, years but ago. to everyone, he's Pee Wee Herman and the guy that was spanking it in the movie. Uh, who cares yeah, about that? Yeah. Like, I mean, As I don't. They, people did, and that's why he got taken no, out of Hollywood. The, 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 those same people who were complaining about Playboys and 7-Eleven, these religious religious zealots who think any sort of sex or nudity is whatever, and they, they made an example out of him, and it was yeah. disgusting. He wasn't hurting anybody. Everybody was consensual, and back then, we didn't have the internet. So we had to go to certain places it was to take care of business. Listen, the adult I hear theater you. Or the Sears catalog. I yep. hear you. It happened, though. I mean, he was taken out of Hollywood, and now it's sure. really sad because he's dead, and people act like that 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 they weren't the ones who were talking crap. That's what I meant by that. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird how people, you know, glom onto death in that way. It's, I don't know if there's a lot of people who were, you know, anti-Pee Wee Herman in the, in the early 90s. How did he get taken out of Hollywood then? And people were anti him doing that. 
it was it it was the, again it was the it was these religious zealots who think nudity and taking care of business is bad but i mean he had been in quite a few things since then there so. was just there was i, I was just, i'm kind of with audrey on this one that there was more very positive tributes to him than i expected considering Correct. that it seemed like he got so thrown under the bus because he was so thrown under the bus, yeah. and he did great things. I mean, he was a part, massive part of your childhood. He was a massive part of a lot of people's childhoods. So whenever people just so so are are uh, quick to forget, yeah, you know how they treated him is is annoying. It's annoying. And Mahoney killed him. I can't believe he did that. Mm-hmm. Very unthoughtful. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833 Yo Dummy. So, Audrey tends to be a little bit dramatic sometimes. Sure. And I'm not saying that you're being overly dramatic about this, but you did put in your prep for today's show that you were being, quote, roasted for changing outfits too many times in the day. Roasted. By roasted. Who? Your boyfriend? Yes. How and many? his daughter. Okay. Well, let's see if he was right. Let's see. He take- was not, Dave. That's why that's why we're talking about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how many times did you change outfits in this given day that you were getting guff from him and his daughter? This day specifically, my work clothes, I came home and put on comfy clothes, then I put on workout clothes, then I put on pajamas. So four total. That's not even that many. That's nope. a lot. But here's the problem is I wash them all. Like all the time. Like uh, there's not like, I know how some people will put on an outfit and then fold it up neatly because they only wore it for like 30 minutes or an hour. No, 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 no. It goes straight into the washer. The wash. Yeah, man. If your pits and, you know, other parts are touching. That's what I'm they gotta saying, go, man. They gotta and it go is in the wash. so hot. Especially, I change more in the summer than I do in the winter just because I feel like it's just so, everything is sticky and I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. So did you, you actually have- go work out? Is that why you put on workout clothes? Yeah. Okay. So, but you, the, the only thing that I have a problem with this on, because this is fairly normal, right? You have an outfit that you're wearing to work and then you have your workout clothes. Then obviously after that, you're going to change and get in your PJs. But why didn't you just put on your workout clothes as opposed to your comfy clothes? Did you? They're because two different things. my comfy clothes are usually like a big t-shirt and like, honestly, I just, I, I go pantsless. I just go like underwear or whatever. He's like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. You can't catch me in pants. <laughs> you could not catch me in pants. That's like, that is the most constricting, horrible thing that I've ever heard of in my entire life. Walking around the house in jeans just makes me go, like this, my brain cracks. Can't even think of, can't really? even fathom it. Oh, no. I love it. Freedom is being pantsless for me. So whenever I get home, usually I just put on a big t-shirt and whatever and or shorts and that's comfy clothes to me. And then working out is the exact opposite. It's like scrunchy butt leggings and a sports bra, which is like the most constricting exact opposite thing. So if I want to chill, it's not going to be in workout clothes. And Dave, there is a law. Your outside clothes cannot be your inside clothes. You mm-hmm. go in you, those mm-hmm. inside clothes, you start sitting on stuff after your outside yeah. clothes have been tainted? Especially what? in the By bed. the outside, hang if on. You Elements? wear hang on. your outside clothes into the uh, bed. Well, for, well, first off, nobody gets into their bed with This their is why we on. shower at night. Okay. but True. Because we want to get into bed Fresh. clean. I know both of your schedule <laughs> fairly well. You aren't doing anything outside. Mahoney. I do all sorts of things. I mean, this is the outside world. Just no, walk oh, the into outside your world. Car coming yeah. and sitting anything in your that's chair not at work in my house, and then getting is the outside okay. world, and thus the clothes have been taken. Same reason I don't wear shoes in my house, Dave. Mm-hmm. There are no shoes. Pug- you, public restrooms. Yeah, man. You, your laces, like 
in there, you just dragging in pee from, you know, who knows where you've been. That's why your shoes go off at the door or in the garage. It's funny because you came over to my house uh, this past weekend. You don't have that fights, rule. But it's not your, but you, you don't, have your that rule. don't have that rule. You don't have the rule. Oh, so you can drag pee nope. all around my house. It's fine. If you had the rule, I would respect it a thousand percent. But it's also more weird. I get looks if you take your shoes off in somebody's house who doesn't have Because then you're a guy without the shoes. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So you did that to yourself. Do you not change a lot, though? Like, I mean, Mahoney, Dave, Dave Chris, do you guys not change often? Dave changes as soon as he gets home. Don't let okay, him so try to shame you on that's this. That's twice. No, you I don't. Yes, you he don't? does. You see, anytime you see a picture of Dave not at work, he's, he's in always completely in different shorts. Clo- yep, he's in completely different clothes than what he wore to work. That's true. So you change. If I'm going what, like three? swimming with the kids, then yes, I change clothes. I don't go swimming in my jeans. So in 110 plus degree heat. You're just rocking jeans with four kids. You're damn right. Love that's it. that's mm. a problem. It's not a problem. I, I don't know why you're taking pride in that. Put on shorts, man. No, I, I put hate, on shorts. I hate pants more than anything. The first, the very first thing when I leave here every day and go home is take my pants off. Yeah, put on man. Some comfy shorts, a, a light t-shirt, black t-shirt, by the way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Some some shorts that See, are so I'm comfy that they have loose small and, pockets and you lose your wallet. Ah, I kind of set myself up. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yeah, um. Dave and Mahoney present. Uh. Would you like special garlic fries? Fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Steve is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. And good news, Mahoney and Audrey are on your side. Mahoney claims to have been to every McDonald's in the world. Dave, I have been to no less than 11,312 continental McDonald's here in the U.S., including. The ones in the airport. Oh, um, okay. Steve, we know that Mahoney is lying, and he is a well-known, well-documented liar. But in this case, he's actually very, very good at this game, mostly because he takes it more seriously than anything else about his job. All right, sounds good. All right, so we got a total of three restaurants you're trying to figure out. I'll give you a multiple choice for each of them. We'll give you the setup as to what's going on. We'll play you the audio, so hopefully you can figure these out. you got to get two out of the three already. Mahoney looks like he is praying. Let's get ready for this. The first one is a little bit different, Audrey, than what we normally hear because this one involves a mother and her son, and she's bringing the son into the restaurant to argue with the manager about how they wrongly fired him. So, some high drama right from the jump. Let's have a listen. Tell me how it happened. How did he cuss you out? So, we're going to rewind all the way to the beginning. Because he was stacking the sauces and he wasn't moving fast enough. No, he was not stacking sauces. Please. You need to be honest with yourself. How do you want him to be honest when you're not even being honest and saying what really happened? You don't pick up pick up and learn how to talk to your employees. Boy, Lots so of beeps, Mahoney. Lots of beeps. Normally, bringing the mom in is not going to solve the problem, and in this case, it did not. Is that A, a Panera, B, a Chick-fil-A, or C, a McDonald's? Ooh, it's either Chick-fil-A or McDonald's, because the lady was very calm in her responses. Uh-huh. That makes me feel like that's high managerial performance. And a Panera, you're just getting broccoli cheddar to the dome. Yeah, and there's just not that many beeps in a Panera. Getting beat with a baguette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I don't know. That's between Chick-fil-A or McDonald's for me. Toss-up. This is a really tough one. I'm hearing beeps, but they didn't sound like McDonald's beeps. Mm. So that is the thing that is throwing me a little bit. Can we play that first part again, Dave? Sure. Just run it back there. Yeah. Tell me how it happened. How did he cuss you out? So we're going to rewind all the way to the beginning. Yeah, I don't think that is going to be a... McDonald's because those are different beeps and I don't know if 
Panera has that many beeps. And so, the sauces is a clue, too. And we haven't had a Chick-fil-A in fast food freakouts in a long time because it's so rare. Okay. But that's what I'm going to go with. Okay, so you're saying Chick-fil-A. Audrey's going Chick-fil-A. But, Steve, ultimately, this is up to you. Your fate hangs in the balance. What do you want to go with today? I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A, too. It's a good guess, but it's wrong. Really? Is it McDonald's? It's McDonald's, yeah. What yeah. kind of bootleg fryer are they using? I don't know. That's not an officially licensed fryer. No, it is not an officially licensed fryer. <laughs> also, that is a very good manager. Um, and I think that this lady, who is the mother of the son, if you have a sauce sucker son mm-hmm. who's, who you're having to go in you there and to, complain about, you need to lock oh, him you up. fired my son because he was sauce sucking? That's bizarre. <laughs> like, hey, man, this is not the hill you want to die on, lady. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Sauces? What were the sauces? <laughs> on to number two. Sweet this hour. <laughs> This, uh, this man makes a strange request with his order, and when the employee compli- complies with it, it's still not good enough. So just to give you the full scope of what this is, he wanted his sub-toasted, or not the entire sub-toasted, just the meat cooked in the toaster, and the employees misunderstood that. Here you go. I asked this young lady over here that works here if she could take my meat and please put it in the oven and cook it. Explained to her that everyone else does the same thing. So she finally put it in there, and then she yanked it out, and I explained to her that it wasn't enough. Uh, they have to close in 15 minutes, so she needs to she needs to take that time to clean. Well, that's not the customer's uh, problem. That is <clears throat> the store's issue, and she needs to clean after the store closes. Well, I like that this guy felt so entitled that he pulled out his phone and started documenting this. Well, it's this not entitlement. I mean, truly, I I do think that there is a 15 minute grace period. So, say if you close in 15 minutes and you walk in, that's still 15 minutes that you're open. That's not 15 minutes of you getting ready to close your door and lock up and get home by nine o'clock. I'm with this guy. I would be annoyed too. Is that a Jack in the Box, B a Subway, or C a Carl's Jr.? That's a Subway. That's a Subway. That's a Subway. That's a Subway. They don't want to be there. No. Have you ever met a Subway employee that's happy to be there? Which sucks because I used to love Subway. Yeah. Dude, all the that Italian that they bread? have endorsing Subway, I'm like, you're all full of it. <laughs> you're a liar, Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, like, Subway, well like, done. I, I'll, I'll, hey, I'll tear up a $5 foot long, you know, meatball sandwich mm. on the occasion, but I'm not like jonesing for it constantly. All right, so Steve, you're on the board with one. All you have to do is get this last one correct. Again, they're here to help you out today, but they do not know the correct answers. This is a man coming into the restaurant, very drunk, and ranting about a conspiracy against him. We got the stupidest self-serving politicians in the world. They just hacked into my bank account and hacked millions of dollars, thousands of dollars out of my account. And you're so proud. Mm -hmm. Because our politicians can't figure out locals only. Those people are just that far behind us. And you're too busy worrying about your great life to figure out why we're losing. Boy, what Some is going on Some places don't here? need internet access. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you spent too much time on message boards, brother. So no take, one hacked into your bank account and stole your millions, I mean thousands of dollars. <laughs> I, I feel like these guys... He's probably not even a millionaire. <laughs> of course he's not. <laughs> these cons- <laughs> not a thousandaire. I, I feel like Burger King, man. Like, I feel like these conspiracy theories... If it's a burger place, it's a Burger King. It's a good guess. Burger King not on the list. Uh. That's either A, a Taco Bell, B, a Panda Express, or C, a Jimmy John's. Why am I getting Panda Express-y vibes? Mm. We got to hear that again. Pan- it's either, it's, oof. Keep in mind, this guy's drunk, so maybe that's oh, a Oh, Taco Bell? Okay, it's <laughs> Taco listen, Bell. Listen, <laughs> Panda we got the stupidest self-serving politicians in the world. Okay. They just hacked into my bank account and okay. hacked okay, millions of dollars, thousands of dollars out of my account. 
It's Taco Bell. I could, okay. I, I, could, I could hear the meat beep in the back. <laughs> the meat beep. It, it, was, it was low. I didn't hear it the first time around. That's a, <laughs> okay, Moan. That's what I asked my wife for on Wednesday nights. His little meat beep. <laughs> Give me that meat beep, baby. <laughs> uh, Steve, for the win, what is your answer? I'm going to go with Taco Bell. Yes, sir. Can I give a shout-out to Taco Bell real quick? Sure. For the one time I went there in the back of an Uber, drunk. Shout-out to my Uber driver, too. Uh-huh. And I asked for a sauce. They gave me a Baja Blast extra large cup full of sauce and oh, said, here you go. to be a drunk And that's pretty chick. privileged. <laughs> yes, that's it is. That's pretty privileged. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. When I first saw this story, I was like, who on earth would be interested in that? And then I started to think, I know who would be interested in this. Mahoney, because you've got very weird habits. What are you talking about, Dave? To your, your viewing of things that are old school and that carry nostalgia for you. Like, when I first saw the story that... Peanuts was coming to Apple TV. I'm like, who's going to care about this? I love this? peanuts. That's what I mean. I've got, I've got a holiday only. Do you watch the regular schmegular ones too? Uh, I, the, the holiday ones. You know, you've got the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, which, by the way, horrible story. You know, nobody, nobody wins. There's no Great Pumpkin. You know, Linus is just in Look, the. We don't have to sit here and break down the intricacies but, of the Great Pumpkin. Cri- but the Peanuts Christmas special, one of the greatest. I've got a Snoopy magnet on my refrigerator, Dave. Aww. Who doesn't love Charles Shorts? Shorts. So they're actually making a new special. It's called Snoopy Presents One of a Kind Marcy. I didn't know that like Snoopy was still a thing because you know, like with my kids, there's a lot of stuff that they've gotten into over the years that were very nostalgic for me. Like Mario, obviously, uh-huh. recently has been a huge thing. Well, but-, but that's the thing. I don't think any kid knows who Snoopy is. Right. I think that they're seeing an era of nostalgia happening with Barbie because kids didn't play with Barbies like that. Right. You know, Barbie, like you said, Mario. So I think that they're trying to you have to take advantage them, of the nostalgia. Dave. You have yeah. you as a parent have to indoctrinate them, and I've been telling you this for years about the dis- <laughs> the old school Disney movies. You got to indoctrinate them, like you religion and sh- politics. You put that Snoopy on those yeah. kids. You will believe this, whether <laughs> yep. you like it or not. Uh, Apple TV Plus also developing two other Peanut originals: Camp Snoopy and Snoopy Presents Welcome Home Franklin. So this one of a kind Marcy is going to premiere on August the eighteenth. But for whatever reason, Apple is seemingly all in on Snoopy. I mean, they've had a they, they've had a uh, they've had a partnership for a while, you know. And so, like, if you're looking for uh, if you're looking to watch the Peanuts Christmas special mm-hmm. around Christmas or the Great Pumpkin or their Thanksgiving special, they're all on Apple Plus. And I will say, you know, Apple Plus is getting real close to HBO as far as quality, quality programming. And I'll say this, with the changing of HBO Max to just Max, the Apple TV Plus app, Way better user interface. I got user rid of interface. Max. I told you guys that because Apple, like you said, it is definitely the place where I can go and I know any show that I'm going to turn on, like maybe this peanut special, I know it's not going to miss. So Britney Spears' ex-husband, Jason Alexander, is in police custody. Who would have thought that Kevin Federline would have turned out to be the most normal ex that like she's he's, got? He's Which the one, one taking care of the kids. He was Jason is the one that she married for like 48 hours in, in Las Vegas. 55 gotcha. hours in Las Vegas yeah. while she was definitely not on drugs, Wink. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so th- this guy got arrested uh, last year, if you recall, like actually showed up at her, her house wedding. Yep. on her wedding day yep. and like burst in the door and said that he needed to talk to her. And of course, he's not on the guest list. Like she doesn't talk to this guy. Uh, he's just got all kinds of problems right now, but he's been arrested in Tennessee now for stalking. 
And, um, you know, Her? this, no, no, no. So it was, it was somebody else. Like I said, he's, this guy's got all sorts. Oh, he's sorts, a total wackadoodle then. All sorts of issues. Uh, jewelry theft. There was something involving that. Not that long ago with him as well. Uh, Brittany actually got a three-year restraining order against Jason for the incident when he showed up for the wedding. And he was hit with a slew of charges, felony stalking, vandalism, trespassing battery. Um, but she was granted that three-year order and only a few months after all the wedding drama that's when he was arrested on a warrant issued in 2016 for an alleged jewelry theft so his legal issues are just continuing to pile up but this guy is just a hot mess. I just love thinking about because after you know being living in Vegas for the the time that we did thinking about Britney Spears drunk in some club met some guy who she says she just was so in love with that they went to the little chapel. She, to get she knew him from her youth, so it wasn't like a random oh, a random okay. guy, but, but it was still, still, like, still they were like definitely they're just literally drunk in love in the club. Yes, like you're on drugs at the club in the height of your I popularity. Love you. I love you. Let's go get married right now. He's like, okay. Yeah. Like I, I this is just such a funny scene to picture. As really. if you guys have never done that. Okay, yeah, man. Once. <laughs> I just used people for their bottles. I was a, I was a bottle rat. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You guys, we have taken a big step in the Farrah household. We got a sink in the kitchen hooked up yesterday at long last. So how long have you been doing renovations on this house now? Uh, we got the house on May 15th and then moved in basically right at the beginning of June. And now it's the beginning of August. So you're talking about over two months of continuous. With four it, little kids in there. And it started with, you know, the kitchen was upstairs in the master bathroom. That's where the Kerrig was and the air fryer and the whole lot of it. And since then, you know, the kitchen, all, everything downstairs has been being worked on, but progressing along fairly decently. But... Just yesterday, the sink got hooked up in the kitchen, and that means that we can no longer, we no longer have to use the powder bathroom to like wash dishes. And man, there are some things that you just take for granted, like having a sink in the kitchen that you never think about until you don't have it. So washing dishes, do you guys not have a dishwasher at the moment? So the dishwasher is hooked up to the sink in the kitchen. Oh, duh. And okay. so that wasn't hooked up until yesterday. Nice. But it's finally hooked up. We had the, uh, you the plumber come over like yesterday. You guys were pilgrims for yeah. a bit. You we were kinda, like in there it, yeah. washing your dishes, all the baby bottles. I mean, you guys have four kids. That is a yeah, lot. It's a lot. So, How are you, does Ruby still drink from? Is she sippy cup level now, or is she bottle? Yeah, she, I mean, she'll drink milk out of the bottle, but yeah, she'll she'll grab a sippy cup for sit when she's sitting in her little high chair. But um, there's something about us guys, and I don't know what it is. Like when we don't know how to do something, and we have to call in a professional, and so like this thing's getting hooked up, and I probably could have YouTubed it, and maybe would have been able to figure it out. But I'm like, Dave. there's a garbage disposal involved. There's you're hooking up a dishwasher. Dave. Dave. No, no, I'm not. This is no. not. And this that's is, what I mean. This is not. Show you that. This is not for me. And I knew that from the jump. So we called a plumber, and he came over, did a great job. Got it knocked out real quick, just exactly what we were hoping for, and it works like You're a supporting shark. small business exactly, but. I find myself doing this all the time where if I have to call somebody over to the house to do something that I don't know how to do, I'll do that thing where I kind of stand around and sort of like... Getting in the way. No, no, I'm just here to help. You know, you need anything. so you're getting in the way. You let me know. Just kind of keep, you know, supervising, making sure everything is all good. You're supervising them doing the job that you don't know how to do? But it's there's something that is ingrained in us because it wasn't even me that was doing it. 
to any sort of extent yesterday because I was working on some other stuff around the house while he was getting the sink hooked up. But I walked into the kitchen, and my three-year-old son, Duke, is standing there next to him, leaning over, looking under the sink, his little hands on his hips, just muttering gibberish, didn't make any sense. He's uh-huh. like, and then we just kind of look back. He's trying to help out. Like, there's something hardwired into us when we don't know. We're just there to offer moral support. Or he's imitating what he's seen dad do. Maybe. In the past. But, I mean, there is a part of us that I think is curious. We want to see how it works and seeing somebody else who has this knowledge. Mm -hmm. But I used to do that, and now I'm just like, I'm just going to be in the other room because... I'm gonna play some video games. You're or gonna something. be video gaming while they're while they're sure. working. Sure. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. There's nothing that you can do in that scenario that's gonna help or hinder their abilities to finish their do work. Do you? What if they have a question? Dave. I want to be what, there to answer. To answer what kind of question do you have the answer to that they, as a professional, would not already know? Uh, where's the light switch? They can come and ask where's... you if they need that. Like, do you when you <laughs> drop your car off to get serviced? Do you stand in the garage while they service your car? No. You go and play uh, Kino or you go get some food. If they would allow me to stand in the garage, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yep. It's hot in there, man. I like those rotors. Those nice rotors. Put those on there. There is, but to answer your original question, Dave, there is nothing in my in my DNA ingrained in me as a woman that makes me want to do that. I am just like, even if I know how to do it, I don't want to do it, and I will call someone. And then you'll just also, like Mahoney, go nap. Sure, or yeah. whatever. I mean, like, like it's not even about, it's, if I know how to do it, and if it's going to take me four times as long, I would rather just ha- hire someone. To and do it. there's a chance that you've done it wrong, too, even after the four or times. Or I'm going to mess it and up. You know what? The four times as long. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, my wife was like, do you think that you could do this? And I was instantly like, no, not because I don't think that I probably could have figured it out, but one, it's going to take me way longer. And then the dreaded, if something goes wrong, if it starts leaking, and that's the grief that I get for that, it is my. Uh, you're yeah. right. You'll never hear you'll never hear the, the end, end of that. that. Nope. Like I hired a guy. Like I've I've hung plenty of TVs. Like I'm sure you have too in yeah. your in your house. And it's not that hard. It's not a, you know to to hang a TV on a wall. But you know what? It's paying a guy seventy five dollars and him having it done in five minutes as opposed to you know. Three hours. Two hours to, for me. Trying to get it level, which I love watching my boyfriend use that like leveler thing. Got it. Meanwhile, I'm just level. like eyeballing him. Like, okay, that looks okay. Look, if it looks fine to the eyeball, that's all that matters, right? Don't even put that level yeah, on. Yeah, don't even put that on there. Just don't even tell me it's yep. wrong. I don't want to know. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Um, the uh, young lady who called in and left a message about who the fourth person was, did she start off by saying Mahorny? I'm pretty sure I heard Mahorny. I, uh, I think she's jonesing for you, man. Anyways, have a good day, folks. Message deleted. That's what they would call a Freudian slip where you accidentally say what your subconscious is telling you. And sometimes, Mahoney, you do make people Mahorny. Uh, this is true. I, I was Mahorny uh, in my 20s. Yeah. And now. I'm old now. I'm tired. Just not. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm a sleepy. Is that Freud? Freudian slip, yeah. Fre- See, because Freud had some wacko. Oh, the whole like you want to sleep with your mother. Yeah, that's what happens when you do, you know, copious amounts of uncut cocaine. Yeah. Also, like Freud was a cokehead. Oh, the biggest, huge cokehead. Whoa! I mean, (laughs) he was just sitting here thinking about his mother and wanting to sleep with his mother. He's like, this has got to be something. So, (laughs) did he invent Pornhub? (laughs) 
right. Speaking of cocaine, okay. one of the things that I found out recently, I was reading about residencies, talking about doctors, how they go into residencies, yeah. the residency mm-hmm. system, and how it's kind of horrible. Anybody who's gone through it, you know, your sister-in-law, Dave, and you've got other friends who are in the medical field as well. But the person who created this, it's the same system that we use today that was created like, you know, a hundred years ago. As things are in this country. And of course, we're still doing those same stupid things. The guy who did it, because they do these like 18-hour shifts, they're, you know, they run themselves at complete exhaustion. There's so many, they're just so tired. The guy was who created it was using cocaine constantly. He's just a cokehead. Yeah. Yeah. So he can run for 22 hours sure. straight, no yeah. problem. Yeah, easy. Because he's coked out of his brain. So he was in a room, came up with this idea, as many cokeheads do. And expected everybody to do what he, he did. He was doing. And he's one of those guys that actually had a business plan when he was all coked up, and it stuck around for 100 years. 100 it's years. the first coked up business plan that's ever worked, and it's terrible. Please leave a message after the tone. I was self-employed for six years doing tree trimming and tree removals. For all the factors that go into pricing out a tree removal, number one, how clean or dirty is the canopy? Number two, what's the drop zone look like? Is the drop zone clear? Can you put a fell cut in it and lay the girl down and put her to sleep and work on her while she's laying on the ground? Or is the drop zone cluttered with fragile and fancy crap so you have to bring down one limb at a time, which makes it a pain in the Yes. Three, the root ball. Are you going to dig it out? Me personally, I'd rather have PMSing, hemorrhoids, and herpes all at the same time than dig out a root ball. Message deleted. <laughs> so if you miss the story, the, you know, there's a storm that knocked down, not the entire tree, but basically half the tree. It ripped off of one tree. side of it. And it's this huge, I say branch, but it's the size of a it's full half tree. The tree. And it's, it's over my fence into the neighbor's yard. And I've been trying to figure out what to do about this. And I actually called a tree removal, or I, I filled out a form for a tree removal place online you yesterday. Like a resume? Well, you just got to like, hey, here's what's going on. And then they get in contact with you. They didn't get in contact with me. And now it's been like a week since this thing fell. And mm. now it's like getting into the territory of me being a bad neighbor because, you know, my tree's in somebody else's yard sort of thing. Well, as so. long as you're keeping com- communication open with that neighbor, letting yeah. them know that you are doing things, then I wouldn't be mad if I was them. I also, mean, it's, it's frustrating, but I mean, what can you do? Your hands are tied. Technically, it's on them. I mean, according to state law, I think, I mean, this that's how it works in a lot of places mm-hmm. where if it's a healthy tree and it falls into their, their yard, it's their problem, but... Uh, I don't want to be that neighbor. So, but what are you going to do with the tree? Because it looks, the photo looks like half of the tree is cut from not the stump. So it's kind of like a higher up point on the trunk itself. To where to it looks it. like it could live continue, I'm like gonna, continuously. I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to save the tree. Okay. Mostly because that's cheaper too. You just put like a Band-Aid on it, some super glue, some duct tape. I guess like my dad was telling me there's this thing that you can get at Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever where you just like you can rub it on the outside of it and it's actually made for this sort you of thing. You can't go rubbing your wood in the backyard. You got neighbors. <laughs> that's how I catch a charge. <laughs> Do you remember that gal that called in a little bit earlier this week regarding taking a trip to pick up that geo tracker? Oh, my freaking gosh. Was that the sexiest, unsexy phone call you've ever heard? That voice was freaking out of this world. All right, take it easy.
Message deleted. I don't remember her voice. So it, she puts on like an af. I mean, if she sounds like that all the time, then I don't she know how she talk like this, like a, a Jessica bit. Rabbit. Like how style, do you like? Do you of. just get everything for free? Like I mean, I don't no. know. Like she just, I, I don't know if she's putting it on for us. Which so I mean, she sounds hot. She sounds like a nice here, lady. Though. Is this guy turned on or not? No, I think he is. He is. Okay. I think it was the bummer? content of what she was saying it was kind of freaking him out because he was like. Why am I turned on by this lady talking about a geo tracker? <laughs> so here's a pro tip. I mean, same. I think that's the same lady who calls Mahoney Mahoney. So here's a pro tip, though. Like, if you're wondering, as guys who worked in radio for many, many, many years before social media and things like that, if somebody's got a good voice, they're not. Like, 99.9% chance. Don't you talk they, about this lady that No, I'm way. saying this about us, too, because oh. everybody thinks, like, Dave and I have good voices. And, Dave, you know, like, you look at us, there's a reason why we do Radio. No, guys, we're fine looking. <laughs> we're, we're, fine. We're, we're like we're, we're like fine. the best looking radio people, but we'd be the ugliest TV people. Oh that, yeah, no, fair. we're that's like fair. a Nashville yeah. too. But I mean, <laughs> but, it's fine. We're fine. Man, but, you guys have all experienced this before, where you see somebody incredibly attractive, and you're like, "Hi, how's it going? I'm Dave," and they're like, "Hi, I'm Nancy." You know, just the world's worst voice, and you're like, ah, "I can deal with it." Just shh. <laughs> <laughs> Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you've said that if you ever win a huge lottery, you're not going to tell anyone. No, nobody, Dave. Audrey, how do you feel about this? Because I feel that I would also have that same sort of conviction. I'm not going to tell a soul. But I also know that I would not have the willpower to do that. Absolutely not. I, I mean, so excited. Yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely buy a yacht almost instantly. I think that for sure. Um, I'm with you on that, Dave. But I do believe that there is something about anonymity whenever it comes to the press. I feel like I'm smart enough to do that. I'm not smart enough to not tell my friends and family. No, those are the people you don't want to tell. I know. It's opposite style. Like, it's, I would 100% be buying a boat. I'd be, like, out here pretending, like, cosplaying MAGA. Like, out here <laughs> cosplaying, like, Republican in my boat, in my yacht, like, living and loving life. Like, I don't know, man. I, I could not help myself. You got a Trump flag next to a live, <laughs> laugh, love flag? <laughs> <laughs> I would just put every flag on there, including all countries. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I would just be just having a time of my life. So, you know, everyone was talking about the billion-dollar winner in California recently, but that's not the one that this story is about. This one actually takes us back a little bit. If you recall, there was the biggest lottery winner ever. They bought the the ticket that was also hit in California uh, for $2 billion last year. Do you remember that one, Mahoney? Oh, yeah, that was one of the, that was the biggest, the right? The biggest, yeah. $2.04 billion. Uh, lump sum comes out to be over or close to a full billion dollars. Insanity. Crazy. I mean, that somebody becomes a billionaire Instant. overnight. I mean, and, and there is actually something to be said about this, though, Dave. Whenever I talk about how I need mental preparation for kind of everything in my life, like if I'm going to have dinner plans on a Saturday, I need to know by at least Wednesday that I'm going to dinner on a Saturday. If I get overnight two billion i would die yeah i, I mean i think that we'd all probably die. die i mean the lump sum like i said was 900 and some million dollars and if you think about the net worth of like i don't know 
Tom Hanks, one of the biggest celebrities, A-list star. I think he's worth like $400 million. And he's been in the most iconic movies of all time. Right. So you are worth double what Tom Hanks is overnight because you went and bought a $2 ticket. Yep. Unbelievable. I mean, but, and maybe that was your last two bucks, too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, there was a young guy who won that, endless. I thought, right? Wasn't it? So the- th- this guy, had, like, he's been pretty secretive about, like, he hasn't talked to the press or anything like Smart. that. He did come out and he, he said that he was shocked and ecstatic about it. And he said that the real winner was the California public schools because they benefited from him taking the lump sum. So basically he left a billion dollars on the table. Wow, this man, this, this is a man who know who hired a PR agent yep. immediately. Uh, but yeah. this, this guy, so we now know a little bit about what he's doing with the money, which when you're talking about that much cash is interesting. Uh, he bought a $25.5 million home in the Hollywood Hills. And you're like, Okay. That's not actually That's, that ludicrous considering you have a billion dollars. This yeah. guy is a content creator. Yeah. Tell I mean, me he's not. Tell me all of this is just giving YouTuber. Nah, man. I mean, you he, buy a house in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Sure, because Holly, the Hollywood Hills are amazing. It's a 14,000-square-foot mansion. It's on a little over half acre, features an infinity pool and five bedrooms and seven bathrooms. And, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at pictures because I did a story on USA Today, and it is pretty spectacular. I guess he bought another multimillion-dollar pad as well in his hometown of California. So this guy is... Living large, but doing it kind of He's quietly. He's getting assets. I mean, yeah. yeah, because, I mean, houses appreciate. So that's smart. Buy a ton of houses. I don't yeah. know about them necessarily in California, but buy some also in, like, Montana. Yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> uh, if you know, like, your yacht is going to appreciate necessarily. But, yeah, you buy you buy some houses, houses. In, in the Hollywood Hills. If the yacht's big enough, it will. You're, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Man, wouldn't that be nice? Well, another big uh, another big jackpot up for grabs tonight. So you know, hundred one or one point two five billion dollars. You're clocking in over about six fifty in the cash payout. So mm-hmm. whole lot of money. Good luck, Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's cover your ears. Dave and Mahoney. Mario is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Mario, have you heard this game on the radio before? Yes. I will say it's a little easier normally when you're in the car and you're not on the radio trying to pull this off. But the good news is you have a couple lifelines today if you need some help figuring these songs out. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of them. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Some of these are quite popular. In fact, we have one today, Mahoney, that has 2.1 million views. I mean, that may be the most popular one we've had in a long time, Dave. And then we also have one today that has two views. Oh, yeah. So quite the swing. But Mario, good luck to you. Again, some lifelines if necessary. But the first one here, pretty popular, 46,000 views. Here we go. stop it right there. I'm not entirely sure why 46,000 people decided to watch that, but here we are. Mario, what do you got on that one? Anything or you need some help? Uh, is that House of the Rising Sun? It is. Do you know the artist? Um, Eric Burden? Mm, it's close. Close. Or close. 
animals. Yes. Excellent. On the board, full point. No use of a lifeline. Very, very well done. The next one here has only got 31 views, and this is a bit of a curveball, so listen closely. Here we go. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry, and I've watched them grow. I've seen so much more than you'll ever know. And I think to myself... Mm, yeah, maybe leave that to the original. Uh, that was a great artistic, you know, interpretation you of, think so? of a classic, Dave. Okay, Mario, do you know it or do you need some help? Because Mahoney does seem like he can help out if necessary. I'm going to need some help. Yeah, like I said, bit of a curveball, Mahoney. That is uh, What a Wonderful World from Louis Armstrong. Indeed. Full point. Very well done. Uh, Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline, but here we go on to number three. This is the one that has 2.1 million views. You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself... In a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? Letting the days go by, letting the water hold me down, letting the days go by. Okay, that makes sense. 2.1 million views for Kermit the Frog. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Audrey, I don't know if she's going to be able to help. I don't know, man. That was hard. Uh, Mario, do you know it? Got the talking heads and watermobile? You're close. You got the artist right. That's the Talking Heads. Any second guess on that song title? Uh, no. You got a half point. It's yeah, all right. That's all right. You know, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Uh, that that was Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads. All right, here we go. On to, uh, on to number four. Audrey is still available as a lifeline if necessary. Good luck to you. Hey, YouTube. It's to the J. It's okay. DJ Mike, 626 perhaps is here. Stop it right there. I do think Audrey will be able to help on this one Dave, if necessary. We've been doing this uh, segment for a long time. Uh huh. That may be the worst cover we've that ever is heard. Really bad. It's pretty I bad. I mean, two views, and we were one of those two views. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. And then I assume that the person that uploaded it was the other one. Mario, do you know it? Uh, is it Everybody Wants to Save the World? Everyone close. Wants to Close the World. Blank the World. Um, do you want to tag Audrey in? Tag Audrey in. Just saw him last week live. Mm -hmm. Here's your fears. Here's for fears. In Everybody the wants to rule. Rule the world. There you go. Excellent use of a lifeline. Excellent live, by the way. Sound. I felt like I was listening to them through my headphones. Really? Yeah. They, they still were got it. Fantastic live. The uh, the old Dennis Miller show theme song. Okay, so here we go, uh, Mario. You can win it right here. All you need is a half point, but the lifelines are burnt. Three hundred and twelve views on this one. Your life is right and jaded. Your best, your best won't do. Whoa, whoa, we're right, we're free, we'll 
we'll stop it right there. Mario for the win. Can you do it? Is that Twisted Sister? That is, brother. We're not going to take it. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So has there been any better invention in our lifetime than Amazon? I mean... Yeah, we talk about, you know, these billionaires and how ridiculous it is that Jeff Bezos has $138 billion and he doesn't need that kind of money. But I tell you what, man, like Jeff Bezos has dramatically improved my life, saved me so much time. Like Elon Musk can kick rocks. He hasn't done anything that I appreciate. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure like all his Starlink stuff is neat and all that. But you don't use it. I don't use PayPal. It. I don't use Tesla. PayPal. I don't use Tesla. Oh, actually, his stuff has made made your life worse. He ruined, tw- he ruined Twitter. That was my favorite yep. social media platform. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, Jeff Bezos having all this money from Amazon, I'm kind of here for it because, because it's something that we use literally every day, every single day. You well, know? And it's also sweet because if you think about what he was trying to do, he was just trying to, in the beginning, spread, you know, um, intellectual, uh, you know, just creativity and art through books in the beginning. Like he, that was a book platform yeah. to start. Like that is so sweet to me, like so sweet and nerdy. And now we're just like, hey, you want your drugs? <laughs> we got your pharmacy here. <laughs> but, I mean, the way that uh, that Amazon has, you know, progressed and, you know, really figured out the logistics of getting things to people quickly, um, you know, we think about it for the convenience of it. But if you think if, you know, you're, you're older or you're handicapped or you can't leave your house, being able to have that can be a huge game changer. And I think that Amazon is at least partially directly responsible for all of the delivery services with how efficient they've got. Correct, right. but they need to be better with their drivers. I could could not agree Well, more. I guess they're not their drivers. They're third-party drivers. They're contracted, but they need to be better. There is something that is interesting that I saw about Amazon because this is the first that I've heard about this. And I don't know if you guys have ever done this where you've gone on vacation and then you order something from Amazon and having it show up at you know the, the rental house is kind of a pretty cool thing. That yeah. You can just change the address Absolutely. and it'll show up wherever you are. But I didn't know that it went to this length. So I guess there's people that work in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. There's a place called Phantom Ranch uh-huh. in the bottom of the Grand Canyon, and they have figured out how to get Amazon deliveries to them. How do they get the Amazon deliveries down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon? Actual donkeys. They take mules. them down on donkeys? They, they they strap the stuff onto the mules, and the mules walk them down these steep paths to get these people all the supplies that they need. donkeys on payroll? Uh, I don't know if these donkeys have a union or not, but um, I imagine that they're probably also not being treated as fairly as they should. My goodness. They're going to have to pee in water, water bottles. bottles. Exactly. <laughs> but they're saying that the mules deliver everything like fresh produce and toilet paper and mail and beer and bacon. How about you bacon? just don't go down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon and ha- need an Amazon delivery? I feel like you just were not prepared enough. I, th- I feel like this is the best. Like you can just roll to the bottom of the Grand Canyon with nothing and pull out your your Amazon app, and here the, here come the donkeys. I don't know, man. That just seems a little, a little ridiculous. You're not a true granola if you're down there with Amazon deliveries for your, like, like what are you getting? What do you need? Well, that's what I just said. Beer, bacon, mail, toilet paper. I mean, these are the essentials, Audrey. And also, um, you know, maybe I'm so on board with this because my idea of, like, roughing it, camping, is in an RV. So, you know, I'm not, like, the type that's like, oh, I want to sleep under the stars. Like, no. Like, if I, if I go to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, I still want to get, you know, a 12-pack of beer and some bacon and, you know, a pressure washer immediately. <laughs> pressure washer. <laughs> Can't be too prepared, man. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, uh, I knew Audrey wasn't too bright, but since when do islands float? I never heard this before. Just saying. Message deleted. Well, first of all, rude. Secondly, you know what I meant. <laughs> Listen, I'm PMSing. You better shut your mouth. <laughs> let, let me just tell you the extent to the, that she is PMSing. She was just crying, like sobbing. It was a because sweet she, video. You saw a sweet video on the internet of some girl getting a tattoo for her dad. It was a sweet video, um, but you were you sobbing. Alzheimer's. You were sobbing. Sure. There were strangers on the internet. Listen, okay, it was a very sweet video. Uh-huh. This lady got a tattoo for her father who had Alzheimer's so that every time he saw the tattoo, he would remember her favorite memory of them sailing together, and I cried. I but know. also, I'm back to this man's voicemail. Jealous that you have feelings. You know what I meant when I said islands float. Like, it, they meant, like, they're just kind of, like, out by themselves. Also, not I don't all think islands that are made out of land. So, this guy's out here trying to get you on a technicality. Yeah, you, this, this dude's never seen a trash island. You nope. ever seen one of them trash bogs? Oh, yep. that's wild, mm-hmm. how, like, how those exist. Yeah, man, it's weird. I mean, what lives in those, you think? Like, the... Like, they have their own, like, version of, like, Oscar of the Grouch of the Sea. She's <laughs> on a trash island. Yeah. Audrey. <laughs> that would be me, actually. That's a new show coming to Netflix. <laughs> trash, trash Island. island. <laughs> That's all the, all the castaways from Love Island that get booted out have yep. to go to Trash Island. Okay, I'm ready. I'm in for this road trip. I'm sure that Dave and Mahorny, Mahorny's family will be just fine. I'm, I'm a stranger. You don't know who I am, but hey, I can be trusted. A few things. Audrey and I are going to be the main drivers, and the men, you're going to take care of making our food, our salami butter sandwiches, and Chris is going to be taking care of us, making sure we're hydrated, Audrey and I. And when we are driving, I would request for uh, Chris to give us back rubs. Yeah, we could also go live. We could do this live, the broadcast, the show, just an idea. But I don't know who this Chris person is. He's single. Hmm, let's see. I'm almost single. I do need a picture and a background check of Chris. You know, if he's going to join us, I have no idea who that person is. But um, think about it. It could be a great experience or not. You know, the things that we do for geotrackers. Message deleted. See, I'm all down for a girl's trip. She wants a cross-country road trip. She wants to go to uh, Boiling Green, I think you're That's close to it. not Boiling Green. It would Boiling be Green. Bowling, Bowling Green. And it's Russellville, Russellville, which is just southwest of Bowling, Bowling Green. Green. Mm. Uh, she wants to Boiling go- Green. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny to me. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> yep, sorry. Uh, she wants to go to Bowling Green and uh, and, and pick up a used geo tracker, and she wants all of us to to go. And but now I'm I'm, I'm anti learned. this to a degree because I don't want to drive. She said she, we would be the drivers. Not no do 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 do. But no. what if you're getting a salami and butter sandwich? That actually sounds fantastic. I never Does have it? ever heard of a salami and butter sandwich. Mm, but with a back rub with it. Why why do why do I have to get the background check, but not you guys? We've been uh, background you, checked. You do look the most untrustworthy. Yeah, I can't argue with that even a little bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you give a good back rub? No. <laughs> Does it feel better if you take your shirt yeah, off? I feel like maybe that's something. In your, your single, in your singleness, you should be practicing. That's what I should be practicing. Dude, you, you've back been rub. single for 40 plus years. How you need you to learn how to give a back rub, brother. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. 
When we think about the billionaires out there that are the biggest dorks in the world, who do you say is at the top of the list? Biggest dorks? Yeah. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Number one. Yeah. I mean, Zuckerberg gives him a run for He's his number money. two. Yeah. Sure. And Elon Musk, like, he likes to cosplay a cool guy. He is he, a total he, He's not. He's, but, like, I feel like the type of nerd that Gates is and the type of nerd that Zuckerberg are are completely different than the type of nerd that, you know, uh, Musk is just a douche. And whereas yeah. uh, if we're talking about the American tech billionaires, Bezos coming out buff as hell with that bald head and Lauren Sanchez on his arm looking cool as hell these days. I mean, Audrey, you've said it. You uh, you think that Bezos has got it going on. Bezos is hot. He's yeah. smart. He looks like he's fit. I'm here for a bald head. I mean, like he's into the, he is a also billionaire. And there is definitely something to be said, like Mahoney said, that he is just with a strikingly gorgeous woman. All of those things make him infinitely more attractive. Uh, Yeah. Gorgeous woman who is age appropriate too. You know, it's like Jeff Bezos is not the type where you go, God, that guy's just such a clown. Whereas this whole thing with Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk doing an MMA fight, like it just seems like Like such. Attempting to grab at like. A youth that they never had. Right. Like you're trying to become one of the Paul brothers and you're a billionaire. Like, it's stop cringy. it. I mean, so cringy. Yeah. They're trying to become you. <laughs> like, yeah. they want to become billionaires. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're regressing. Mm, it exactly. just, it feels so thirsty and sad in so many ways. Like, you're just doing anything that you can to have people talking about you. And it's all about feeding their ego and attention. It's which arrested make, development. It's so easy to not be a douchebag if you're a billionaire because you can just go wherever you want and do whatever you want and everyone will constantly be catering to you. But instead, you know, Zuckerberg's out here posting screenshots. I guess he put an octagon in his backyard so to train. Here's, here's the thing is that I think that Zuckerberg was already doing his thing and he was trying to get fit in his way that he enjoyed it, which was jujitsu. And now I actually don't... I don't mind him as much as I mind Elon trying to capitalize off of this because he knows that he was learning jujitsu and he's like coming in here trying to like bur- like barricade his way. I don't know. Like, it's just weird. I blame Elon for all of this because, again, I don't like Zuckerberg, but he was already a creating person. a hobby. He was creating a hobby for himself. He but was this doing is, this before Elon wanted the fight. This yeah. has made him look better, in my opinion. Yes. My opinion of Mark Zuckerberg now versus three, five years ago. It's actually more favorable now than it was then. Because, because Elon's the worst. Yes. Yeah, but it, the psychology of it is really interesting. Like, Zuckerberg just always feels like the dork that never got this kind of attention before. Yeah. And, you know, now he's getting in better shape. He's learning, like, legitimately trying to learn jujitsu, And he's out there training with The Israel best in Adesanya the world because and, he's, you know, one of the world's richest people. Yeah. So he's going to have the best jujitsu teachers in the world. Meanwhile, Elon just feels like he's trying to make his dad not hate him. Yeah. yeah and his well, dad he, hates him, which I love. He's just trying to put on this fake sense of masculinity to me. And, you know, whether or not, whether or not he really believes that he is... A strong person in society. It's just weird that he's trying to go up against Zuckerberg to prove that. Because, like you said, to who? To and you're going to lose against Zuckerberg because jujitsu is devastating. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine losing a fight to Mark? Zuckerberg? I would love to see Zuckerberg like show Musk out. Yes. Like I mean, like you talk about like Anderson Silva versus Loyal to Machida. We were talking about that over the weekend, Dave. That yep. fight where you know he just. Shows him out and just drops, drops him, him as he, as I he mean, walks Zuckerberg away. Zuckerberg looks good. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's in great shape. I mean, as he should be, being a billionaire. Yeah. You know, the reason we're not is just because we're not rich enough. Yes. Oh, you know, but if we were rich enough, I would also uh, lobby that we should be the world's fattest men. 
and just have people carry us around on yes. those old school like Egyptian uh-huh. things. Yeah, feed us grapes and steaks. That's not how you mm. get fat, Dave. Not with the grapes. Not, no, no. <laughs> they feed us Chick-fil-A <laughs> like grapes. French fries. Whoa, that sounds great. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. We've heard a lot of stories over the years about people that are following their GPS and they end up driving into a lake or a river or in the middle of a city park or something and they Mm -hmm. go, I was just following the directions on my phone. What was I supposed to do? Right. This is leveling up. Well beyond that, Mahoney. This is somebody in a Google Maps car running from the cops. So they're driving the Google Maps car that gives us all the video and actual employee pictures. of Google in in Indiana they're trying to figure out you know how to map out all of these roads for whatever reason cops try to pull them over and this Google employee just takes off now a couple of things one how are you not going to know how to get away from the cops when you're a Google Maps car? Well, maybe the, maybe those roads haven't been mapped properly yet. Mm-hmm. And secondly, how are you going to end up in a river, which is exactly what happened. So many people are winding up in bodies of water, though, this recently. It's like, so it's strange. So, it's so ridiculous. This does not seem like a good advertisement for Google Maps. It does not. It does not. And the uh, the car was like fully, uh, the whole like back end was basically submerged uh-huh. into this river. A uh, real muddy looking river too, which makes it a lot worse. Do you, you always, know? Ugh, I always try to. rain. Yeah. Whenever I see a Google Maps car, like and I see it coming by, if I'm like walking or something. Mm-hmm. You flip it off? No, I like do the uh, <laughs> the old uh, Degeneration X uh, suck it. Oh yeah. my gosh, like you're a sixth grader yeah. like walking <laughs> by your friend in the hallway in school. Boom, suck <laughs> it. Hoping that's suck gonna, it, brother. And then I will go find that spot on Google Maps in the hopes that it has made it in there. You beep, live beep, a beep. boring life. No, I want to be a Google Maps Easter egg. That would That is like my lifelong goal. Uh, the ones, though, that freak me out is whenever you see the aerial view of Google Maps and there's like a murder yeah. Have you seen those? That's so, so wild. wild. So in this case, this person will be just stranded in the middle of a body of water, I guess. So uh, weird that this didn't work out for this fella. He was at Yellowstone National Park, and uh, he found a large bison that was laying down and decided to approach it. I'm your friend. Hi. I'm your friend. Do you mind if I ride you? Can I ride you? I just want to pet you. Can I pet you? You're not very friendly, are you? So, luckily for him, this this bison did not gore him because we've heard a lot of those stories recently. Oh, got- why are we? I was hoping there was a happy ending here where the bison like stampeded him or threw him <laughs> in the That's air. That's your happy feet. ending. Did you not hear that guy? Like, if it was just like a random Japanese tourist who doesn't like know better, doesn't know a bison. Yeah, you got you get a pass, but this. Your happy ending is a bison goring this guy and then stampeding him? Yeah. It must I, be really confusing when you go to a massage parlor. I, <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Do shopping carts need horns? I vote yes. Message deleted. Uh, shopping carts need horns and harpoons. So I was at Costco the other day. Here we as go, I Costco do. again. And Audrey, let me show you this video I took. Oh, you, you took a video? This I dork did. is walking around Costco filming. Well, not I'm not walking around Costco filming, but this is on my way out of Costco. Oh, my gosh, look at all of the cart Dude, I've never seen so <gasps> many carts laying in the aisle. 
I mean, there, I get that it's hot carts. outside, but that Ten. is, that's why I don't shop at Costco because those kind of people are your clients. Yeah. Like what is wrong <laughs> with the people that shop at Costco? ashamed of the clientele that, Be that were there that day. That is wild. 10. I don't Costco care size carts. what your situation is in life. You are not too busy to put your shopping cart back. I mean, I ever. will say it is kind of annoying whenever the corral is full or, you know, you have to walk all the way back inside to get your shopping cart inside. Yes. But you do what all of the rest of us do. You complain the entire time you do what yep. you know you're supposed you're, to do. You're an adult. By, by you leaving exactly. it there, you're saying, F everybody else, I'm better than you. My time is more valuable than yours. And it is not. There is nothing more infuriating than pulling up to a parking spot, right? A good parking spot, and then there's a, a cart. cart in it or a motorcycle. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a low-profile motorcycle. Oh, like a and Fiat. You're like, a Fiat. <laughs> you're like, I'm just gonna pick this thing up and throw. Mini Cooper. I hate you. Toss that Mini Cooper out. Hey guys, it's Matlock here. You guys make me laugh so often. I wanted to return the favor. What's the difference between pink and purple? Mm, what? The grip. <laughs> Message deleted. Pink and purple. I don't get it. It's, <gasps> it's, it's a... Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a thing thing uh, joke. Oh, this is Dave and Mahoney. You know, there are a lot of Guinness World Records that are out there that I am just not very impressed when people break. Like, there was one that I saw the other day. Like, man breaks Guinness World Record for suctioning 11 cups to his face. Because like, nobody's ever tried that before. Because cares? why? Yes. And who the, cares? That's not impressive. You, know, you, you don't get any sort of accolades for that. If you're at a bar and you're like, look at this party trick, and you suction cup 11 cups to your face. However, I do have one that I believe would be quite the hit at a uh, house party or at the local pub. What's that, Dave? And that is that a woman has just ripped a record-breaking burp. How, I mean, are we talking about by decibel, by yep. length? What are we talking to, like, what 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 kind of record did she break? So I guess this current record for the, the world's loudest burp stood for 14 years, but her burp measured at 107.3 decibels, which is about as loud as a motorcycle at full throttle, which is very impressive. Would you like to hear yeah. it? I, yeah. I just needed to get the right mixture in my belly to produce this world record-breaking burp. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's 107.3. Audrey, you look dreadfully unimpressed. That's that noise that you hear in the middle of the night, and it's like your dog dry, like dry heaving, your or your cat trying up. to do a like a hairball. Like that is the most disgusting noise I've ever heard, and truly a thing of nightmares. So you're telling me that if she pulled out this trick at the house party, you would not be impressed? I'm. N- I don't even know if I've even heard of somebody trying to come up with the the correct cocktail of whatever it is that they're drinking to burp. Yeah, to make the right mixture in their stomach. I mean, I mean you got to get like, it's got to be like club soda or sparkling water right. or something like that. But I'll say this. Uh, I'm more impressed with uh, the length than the loudness. You know, so this one does not impress me. I mean, even though obviously we, can't, we can only convey the loudness so so far on the radio. But length is is universal. You so know. you're you're being a size queen about this burp. Yes, it's it's too. It's not. I yeah yeah. It's, it's plenty girthy. It's just not everybody longer. has their own preferences, Dave, I and see. that's just mine. I like mine a little bit longer. 
I, on the other hand, think it's perfect. <laughs> I think you'll appreciate this, Mahoney, to, uh, to round this story out. Her nickname is Kimmy Cola. Uh-huh. Her real name is Kimberly Winter, but she goes by Kimmy Cola. And uh, she's actually amassed quite a following on social media because of her burping ability, as you would sort of expect. Yeah, because there's all sorts of weirdos that have weird-ass kinks, and here you go. Uh, but TikTok and YouTube have been the way that I guess she's been making some money. But again, now a world record holder. The record for just uh, was just short of the male version, which is 112.7 decibels. This is at 107.3. Uh, if you're curious who the individual is that holds, I'll just give you, I'll let you guess. Where do you think that the world's loudest burper is from? What country? Russia. I would guess Russia as well. But it also makes sense that it's Australia. Ah, uh, yeah. A guy named Neville Sharp in oh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.